Welcome to the Strength Connection Podcast, a show to share stories, insights, and experiences in strength, physically, mentally, and spiritually. I'm Michael Krakowski, host of the Strength Connection, and I'm so grateful that you can join me today. So in these episodes, I connect with some of the most inspiring and successful individuals to chop it up and learn from true life experiences that have helped them become who they are, the strongest versions of themselves. One of the greatest ways I've always learned the most important lessons is through stories. We all have them, and they make us who we are. So... Let's dive in. Here we go. All right. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Strength Connection Podcast. Thank you for joining me. I am your host, Michael Kurkowski. Solo episode here. Let's dive right in. Uh, it's me and you. So I've had some interesting conversations over the past few weeks that I wanted to share. Uh, some insights and some kind of nuggets of, of wisdom that has really aligned with some of the stuff I've been trying to articulate and practice in my own uh, strength journey, as well as working with clients. And it's been something I've been really trying to, to figure out and work on over the past couple of years. And a few of these conversations have really shed some new light on it. And so I wanted to share that with you uh, today as we dive in. Uh, before so, though, I do want to say, don't forget to register for this Thursday, June 22nd, the Kettlebell Mastery Seminar, Secrets of the Snatch that I am doing. Really pumped for this. This is my fourth kettlebell mastery seminar that I'm putting on. It's the first one that I'm specifically just focusing on one particular drill. And it's not just about the technical aspects of, um, you know, snatch training with the kettlebell. It's not just about an exercise. A lot of the stuff I wanted to bring in is why this has been such a a pivotal part of training that I've done over the past few years. Um, It's kind of helped not just on the physical side, but much on the mental side and the spiritual side of connection And it's some information I've been working on for a while, and now I'm really excited to share it with you. So hopefully you can join me. Um, And all attendees of the seminar will receive a free copy of the Secrets of the Snatch playbook. So all the information that I'm putting out on the seminar, you'll be able to have and utilize for your own practice and your own strength journey. So to register for that, jump to my private Facebook group, The Strength Connection, or you can email me at mike at breakthroughsecrets.net. And I will send you the registration link from there. Perfect. All right. Let's get rolling. So uh, real quick, uh, previous episode just released this week. Uh, This was with Akshay Nanavate. I don't think I have talked as much about a episode before it's released than this one. After I spoke with Akshay and uh, before it was recorded, I probably had numerous different either uh, articles I wrote for my email community or uh, Facebook lives and just even conversations just with clients about who Akshay is and what he has. This guy is, he's just on a different level of um, really awareness and challenge. So to bring some context to it, Akshay is an adventurous. He's the author of the book, Fearvana, and he does some of the most crazy shit I've ever seen in my life. I think he's batshit crazy in the best possible way. Um, right now, he's currently training for an expedition through uh, the Arctic. It's a 110-day, 1,700-mile uh, solo trek through the Arctic. It's the first person ever to do uh, this particular expedition the way that he's doing it because he's pulling a sled behind him in the same way. And I've heard him speak at a mastermind before, and I've seen some of the just work that he's doing. So I wanted to bring him on and just ask him why he does what he does, you know, somebody who puts themselves through such challenging situations and physically challenges themselves so much. I just wanted to know more about why. And 
the nuggets of wisdom on how it transcends beyond just the mental into the spiritual side was really, really interesting. I think it's something that everybody can understand in some way, probably we're all on a personal journey in some sense like this. And it's not something where you need to go and, you know, jump to the Arctic and start polar expeditions. But, you know, his quote where he said, if you don't find a worthy struggle, struggle will find you anyway. That hit me like a ton of bricks and people I've shared it with, it hit them the same way. Um, So I would just say everybody should just go and listen to Akshay, go check out his work. And this was one of the most just really powerful conversation I've had recently uh, on the podcast. And I hope he comes back. I'd love to have him back on after he does this track to go over the new stuff that he's found out about himself and the awareness that he has. So I'm really grateful to be able to speak to somebody like Akshay. And it's really, I'm really grateful that there are people like him in the world to teach us about these things. So yeah, that was just awesome. All right. So moving on. So one of the seminars that I did uh, over the past year, uh, a kettlebell master seminar, I called it evolution. And it was really the past 12 years of my experience in training in hard style kettlebell work, but also just the other lessons in life that I learned from going into this training, developing this discipline and consistency. And ultimately what has led me into a lot of intuitive training, which has led me to creating the four pillars of mastery. And this is what I work with, with my own clients. So the four pillars are recovery, discovery, creation, and mastery. And a lot of the the content that I've put out, a lot of the messages that I've put out on this is a lot about the first two, recovery and discovery. More so because that's where a lot of people are. If you're at the beginning of a journey or you're trying to really implement changes that you have not done before in your life, then the first two are going to probably be the most prevalent for you at the time. And why I've put these in is because we're very quick, especially as coaches and especially just as an industry in health and fitness of going right to discovery. We start implementing new plans and discovering what we're capable of or what we can add into our life. And we completely forget about recovering from things like self-limiting beliefs by the reasons that we failed in the past. And we're going into that same mindset, that same identity as we go into discovery. And without actually going over what we need to recover from and what we need to look at um, in our own mind, in our own mindset, in our own identity, if we overlook that, then it doesn't matter what we discover. We're always going to be falling back into the level of where we believe we need to be and where our identity is. So that's why I talk about a lot of those. But there's a lot of people that get past those. They keep elevating. They get into that third stage, which is creation. And creation really aligns with the message of intuitive training that I've talked about. And I think the best way to describe it is you become more autonomous. You know, you take a lot of the structure that you've utilized of building a discipline over a period of time, maybe six months, maybe a year, maybe longer than that. And that creates a playing field for you. And then in this stage, it's not your job to just blindly play the game. It's to create inside of that playing field. You know, if you look at somebody like, you know, LeBron James, where he plays on a basketball court and first he learns the fundamentals, then he keeps going till eventually he gets into creating where he needs to figure out what are the things that he can only create, taking all of the skills that he has and start to uses intuition about playing with different ideas about creating new ways to uh you know dribble the ball to get to the hole to pull up and shoot all those different things you need to find your own way and 
the reason I've harped on this so much is because I believe it's not just a goal that I want. I think it's a goal that we all want, even if you don't know it yet. And it might be because you don't know it because you're just not at that level yet. Maybe you haven't got into that phase of building the discipline of finding that structure, kind of building that framework of growth and development in order to get to this level. But if you are, where I've seen people fall and not kind of fully accept this phase of kind of creation and intuition is you just blindly go to the next program. You blindly just follow the next person. You follow the next guru and you just keep following more external plans where an intuitive approach really looks more inward. And I think when you look inward, you're going to be more aligned and you're going to find a lot more truths about what ultimately is valuable to you. You know, I think a lot of times we go into especially health and fitness journeys and we look at something external. You look at somebody you want to emulate, or you look at a plan, or you look at something on like the scale, you know, for weight loss or whatever it is. It's something external that you're looking for validation or change in, in order to change who you are. But eventually you get to a point where you've achieved those things externally and you realize that those aren't giving you the full fulfillment. You need to look somewhere different. And that's where I think intuitive training really comes into play. And I think on the other side of that too is I don't think any of us ever like want to need a coach or need a plan in order to succeed. We might want them. I have coaches myself and I absolutely love them to death. I would do anything for them, but I want them in my life. I don't need them. Like I could follow these things, but they bring so much value to my life that I want them in because it provides a different value, but it's a different type of relationship than when we first started and work where I was following more of a structure and then we elevated into a next level. And one of the ways that I was thinking about this a lot more going into this week was talking with a gentleman named Peter Neiman um, or on Icebox Kettlebell on Instagram. I had Peter come on the podcast. It was really interesting, very dynamic, very smart young coach. He's been doing it for over a decade, but he's still a young guy. And he I've seen the work that he does. I've seen the content put out and aesthetically his movements are so graceful. Um, he really adopts a hybrid model of mobility and strength using uh, principles of FRC as well as strong first and putting them together. So I was curious about how he does this and how he's developed his system and his training program. And when we got to the part of the conversation of how he trains he adopts much more of an intuitive approach. And he dropped a quote where he said, training is the opportunity to have a conversation with my body. And that like, just put me back in my seat. I loved it. It might remind me immediately of uh, when I talked with Frankie Ferez from the biofeedback solution, when he said, you should go to your session with a question to your body, not an answer. And it was such a great alignment of talking about that and how beautiful of a message of, yeah, go in every day and have a conversation with the, with your body. So you're not just telling it what to do. You're not just saying this is heavy day, this is bench press day, or this is leg day or whatever it is. It's okay. Like, what do we need to do today? Actually kind of looking inward into your body. How do you feel? How do your joints feel? How do your muscles feel? How is your recovery? How is your body just overall feeling just chatting with it for a minute? And that eventually is going to build up the awareness so you know what your body needs and what it's craving and what it wants rather than just telling it what to do. And I think this just goes so much farther than just following a plan. But also, like, 
in some of the ways of trying to articulate this over the years, I thought, is this something that only applies to people who kind of just naturally resonate with this, who kind of align with this intuitive training enthusiast, as you would say, is this something that a lot of people would, you know, really want to understand or really have Do people just want to follow a blind program? You know, it's, these are questions that I ask all the time about what is the best information out there to work with people. But then the other conversation I had was with Joel Jameson this week. And um, Joel is one of the smartest people I've ever talked to. He is the go-to guy in conditioning training in the world. He put out so much content. He has so much great stuff from his CCC certification program to metamorphosis to eight weeks out to uh, Morpheus, which is the first ever recovery app and coach that you have. Like he has so much content, so much time that he put into conditioning and finding all the science-based work behind it and the structure behind it. But he developed the, uh, the line dynamic energy control, which is really, this is about creating awareness at every conditioning level. And I asked him about this and says, this is about knowing your body when it's at different heart rates and conditioning. How is it when it's at 150 or 130 or 140? And training guys like MMA fighters who know like if your heart rate gets to here, you know you can continuously you know, push your body. Or when is the time when you know you're hitting the red line and you need to you know, back off? It's something that you can train your body and it's a part of intuitive training of understanding this. And again, a building awareness. And you're saying like, when somebody has that and you understand dynamic energy control, you are building a competence of understanding your body. And that builds a confidence in anything that you do. And that's why I thought it's like, wow, who doesn't want to have more confidence in their health and in their fitness and in their strength and in their conditioning and whatever it else it is, you want to build more confidence. And the way to do this is to build more confidence. And you can do it from both the science-based work, like what Joel does with all his work with conditioning. And then the other side, you can do it just like Peter says, of having the conversation every day with your body and understanding what your body's asking you to do. So it just brought me so back to the four pillars that I've developed and I work with. And I'm always looking to find new ways to speak about it, new stories to kind of figure out how to articulate it in a better way. Because I truly believe that if you are in that phase, if you have you know, develop the discipline if you have gone through the consistency. So you're doing a lot of the right things, but you just don't know how to get to that next level. I believe this is the answer. And it's something that I really love talking about. I'm continuously going to explore it personally, myself and my own training, as well as the work that I do with clients, as well as the people that I talk to on the podcast is this is something that has true merit. And if you have not looked into intuitive training and kind of, you know, got into this type of structure of being flexible, having a structure, but playing inside that structure. I think it's something that is really worth you taking a look and practicing because you're going to find a lot more about yourself than just blindly following another external program. So huge shout out to these, these people that have been in the podcast to Akshay for all his work that he does appreciate Peter and the message that he has and the work he's doing with his hybrid strength model. And Joel, absolutely honored to have a guy like Joel come on the podcast and talk all about the work that he's done over the past 15 years in conditioning. And it's really cool. I just got so fired up with these conversations to deliver them to you. These ones with Peter and Joel will be out over the next few weeks. So hopefully, um, if you haven't subscribed yet, go subscribe. You can listen to those as soon as they're out. And yeah, 
it's great, great information. So I'll leave it at that for you guys. Thank you so much. Really appreciate you guys listening. Seriously, so much love to you and really appreciate all the support that you give the podcast and listening. And uh, if there's any more that I can do for you, please, I'm only an email away. Give me a quick shout out and let me know how I continuously can help you even more in, uh, in this journey. So much love to you. Talk to you later. Peace. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you found some great value here. And if you like this episode, please drop a comment and leave us a five-star rating and review. It does more to build the show than you can imagine. And do not forget to check out and join the Strength Connection Facebook group. In this group, I share the biggest takeaways and lessons from these amazing conversations, as well as training and strength tips for pursuing mastery and fulfillment in life. It's, this group is filled with individuals looking to take full control over their strength, and it's the perfect space to explore new ideas and to share your journey. And you'll also get exclusive access to the Strength Connection Mastery Seminars. It's a deep dive into the physical, mental, and spiritual training that you can begin using immediately. So do not wait. Go now. Seriously, go. I right, much love to you. Thank you so much, and I'll catch you on the next one.